to another episode of Dope Dealer TV Radio. I'm Theo Badashian. This is Rari. This is Chris. And over here we have Ange. You're going to see her in and out. Lena created, hey. Okay. So you liked our first episode. We're back. You said you like the coffee. We're open again. We got more coffee for you. So this time we're getting more direct. Now, um, Valentine's Day just took place. So we're going to discuss four types of love. And Ange, you want to get into it? Okay. So we we decided to get a little deeper. We're going to talk about all the different types of love that exists, right? All the different nuances of love, right? We have Eros, which is the erotic, passionate love that you find for your lover, for your, uh, for your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, right? You have Philia which is the love of friends and your equals, like your peers. Um, you have Storge, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing it, or Storge, I think is the correct pronunciation, which is the love for your parents or for your children. And then you have Ag Agape, right? which is the love of mankind as a whole, like just love of humanity, the love of society, right? And we're going to talk about like, what we feel, you know what I mean? We feel on that subject and then how we think society is operating in that space and, you know, just however the conversation goes. So should be a real interesting one because we, we're we being joined uh, by gentlemen. So we have the masculine element and the feminine element. Yes, yes. Very necessary. Have a lot of conversation, have a very well-rounded conversation, hopefully. gonna hop right into it because it's important um this involves everything so first we'll start with eros right e-r-o-s right so so okay when you when you hear that word immediately you always think about the sexual element of that um so okay. I, well yeah so so that 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 basically is gonna be just like the the male and female element we could talk about like the way that um men and women are different when it comes to that like what is it that we're actually looking for when it comes to our mates um cleo you want to start off i guess so so at some point in my life you know after going over a lot of stupidity you got to be honest with yourself because it connects to all four you have to know who you are because you don't want to waste people's time and stuff and you just have to see things for what it is so a lot of times people live in a fantasy and um, I guess men have their way and women have their way. It's both, you know, nature and it's all, it all comes down to how you think. It all comes down to how you think at the end of the day and how you feel. But you should still have, um, I'm not going to say you should still because it's up to you. If you want to have more of those, your principles, it's your universe, it's all in your mind. But what makes it a just playing field is being fair and allowing somebody else to make decisions because you don't want to say you care about the person, but at the same time, you're doing something that'll make somebody be like, I thought you cared about them. You know what I mean? So it's just to keep it nice and and um, 
I guess neutral to say that's about it. Just knowing oneself. So every day I just try to work on Cleo. I really do. And that's that's first love. So as far as men, I guess we still try to figure it out. And sometimes our past experiences affect how we behave. Because I try to I try to ease up, but I guess so much so much stuff all the time. But you have to hold so accountability for it because when you allow the person to do it, but two, there is a reality of things happened to me before and I didn't see because there was a fog there. But the fog came in when those actions took place when he was with that person and the feelings. You didn't get to clarify. You didn't clean the glass. Everyone's like, why are you still parked in a parking lot? Well, I can't see too good. If I start driving, I might hit stuff. So I'm going to just stay here. So you got to decide, I'm going to clean those windows so I can see and think clearly and get where I got to go. But some people like the dirt. It's comfortable. It's warm. Keeps the cold out. Nobody's going to ask me for no money. You know what I'm saying? Dirt, dirt won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what so, but that's all I got to say about it. You just got to be your best self. And um, if you care for other people, just be that, especially with the children. But as far as men and women, there just has to be a fairness to know yourself. And if you know you're going to burn people or hurt people, stay away. But if you have a lot to offer and you keep fighting for it, it's even more beautiful. And woo woo woo. <laughs> woo woo. Okay, so does a, a, a guy want to jump in with what they think, and then I'll jump in, and then we can, we can uh, alternate like that, so it's not just feminine, feminine, and then, or, or if you want. Um, what, is, what is your view? Uh, I, missed it. I missed it. I missed it. What, what okay, we're talking about okay. types of love, right? We're talking about right now, the first type of love is eros, which is that sexual type of love which is the only type of love that the type of love that you have with your significant other a lover stranger if you're into that type of thing and my question was um what is your perspective on on that right and and how do you see women's per, women's approach to that versus a man's pro, approach to that and how do you feel about it in today's society i would say Speaking for myself, I don't usually put a hundred into it. I just live, you know? I just practice good faith. So I pretty much say, I can't really speak for, you know, how another individual, like another man might perceive it because everybody's on their own life. Some people are not, but then some people are on the same like wavelengths where they can vibrate together. But some people, you know, they're going through things in life and wishing the best. Shalom. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, interesting, interesting. I feel like I feel like niggas is holding back a little bit, but it's okay. It's all right. We gonna we gonna get into it anyway. My thing, my 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 perspective on it is that men and women been socially engineered in a type of way to actually operate in certain types of way when it comes to sexuality and actually engaging with one another we've been trained in a certain type of way to see sex in like for instance women have been had a lot of shame associated with our sexuality right and we're yeah. told that there are certain boundaries as to how we can operate where yeah can still be considered respectable, right? And men have different boundaries, right? Where are they 
boundaries? That's the question, right? Like, what are the, what are the boundaries? Like, the where, where you do have boundaries is more in so your sexuality, like who you like, what gender you can engage with while still being respected, right? <laughs> you can only you can only be in that heterosexual box while still, you know what I mean, maintaining. But yeah, that, that is the only space that you guys can operate. But where you don't have boundaries is like the frequency and the you know, publicity of your escapades or your interactions inside, inside of that space. So I just feel like, I feel like it's kind of like a little bit unfortunate that we don't have as much communication like about, about this type of thing and like people are not communicating people like even in relationship it's difficult to actually get your your needs met sometimes because we're not communicating with one another we're not we're not you know we're not getting to the to the nitty-gritty of like what it is and what is it that we've been through you know so go through some people go through traumas that prevent you know themselves from being able to get to interact with one another and you know that that can be sad too. I don't know, and I wish I don't know. I feel like there, isn't there? I don't know. I, I find it so hard to talk about too. It's like it's a little bit. It's a little bit bashful. Like I don't know what. Why is it? Why is it like that? Because I mean, you feel you feel like in this circle, you feel like you'll be judged for what you say. I feel like that's the only thing that would make you. Want to be shy or bashful is like the hesitance of being judged. You know what I mean? Like, well, I know. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like we come from different. We are in different spaces. I feel like men they operate in such a like I don't want to say disgusting, but like you, upgrade, you know what I mean? It's like huh? Did you say upgrade? No, disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of the things that we hear, a lot of things, a lot of things that we hear about, a lot of things that we hear about as far as, like, what you guys get into is, like, on some, like, if women were in that, in, in that space, you know, that it would just be... <laughs> Chaos. Totally taboo. Yeah, no, I mean, totally taboo. Like, even when you hear things we don't want to hear, see things we don't want to see because we're not built that way. And then it's right. about it, just accept it. You can see the music. I feel like it's trust. You know what I mean? Like, um, boundaries. It's trust. hard for, it's hard for, um, it's hard for couples to be open with each other without the fear of being judged without that comfort of the trust. And it's, 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 it's a feeling, it's a slippery slope because. But start from before relationship, the relation between men and women. Cause we'll say as women, we we have stories from where we was in you know, rooms with men and they didn't hear us. I got girlfriends to be like, I gave him nigga advice. And as soon as he heard it out of his mouth, that's when he heard it. Just things like that. So sometimes what happens is we separate that from the relationship, but what happens is once you two people get together and that's what causes arguments because the man's still in his nature and when he's by himself and no one's there to check him, not that anyone should, no one's checking the situation, no one's really being heard. Because sometimes the woman, she's built different. 
She's yeah. also, she just wants to make sure. Do you hear me? Because sometimes the psychological you part of it. The think down women know men don't really want to hear us talk like that, but it's like, well, is this gonna you know go anywhere? Because this is this is my energy right here. And a lot of niggas don't want to hear that because they got something else going on in their head. Yeah. That's why it should be level, especially within themselves before you get another person involved. Right. You know what I mean? Or just understand what your situation is. I, I feel like I, another, another thing I want to say is I feel like also men kind of use sexual sexuality as like a, a a stress relieving tool. Like it's almost like, you know what I mean? They can actually, and that's where women have to be careful because he will literally just deposit his negative energy into you if you if you allow that. You know what I'm saying? Like if he comes in angry because I'll give you an example that that mommy relationship, that mommy I can fuck relationship. You're able to provide for me right now because how many times you got a phone call from a friend? She's complaining about. It. It's like yeah, but he's what are you doing? Yeah, can't tell the nigga don't like you. Stuff like that. You ever had somebody call? It's like you can't tell. No, I was I meant to, you know. Yeah, I know that's trying to tap me to ask me what you're But you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I clearly understand what you're saying. Um, I, I guess just when it comes to sexuality, it, it's, 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 it's comfort zone for most people. Because of the lack of trust, most people are dealing with some sort of trust issue. Yeah. Whether it's the trauma from childhood, trauma from lack of parenting or whatever the case may be, bullying and abuse, whatever, that, that that comfortability or lack of comfortability kind of affects sexuality too. But the most important thing that I feel like me as a man, I understand that me personally, I cannot be with a woman that doesn't stimulate me sexually. And some people, some men don't hear you when you don't give that, give that to them. Because some women don't be in a meeting or just even private conversation and it's like it's not sexual. Because um, when I was shooting videos for people, a lot of time it just went towards sex. But it wasn't my fault, but there were things I could have done extra just, you know, as far it's as money. Right, but it's people with that mindset. Mm -hmm. So it always comes back to self again. Mm -hmm. You know, because you used to tell me, Angel Cleo, it all comes back to you. This must have been here because it manifested. It didn't just come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's the fear of it too. Like when you yeah, when, when you have it. a if you have a fear or like a concern, and then you don't actually because the thing is like if you look at um for instance have you ever seen like um what's her name Melissa Ford, the model? Yeah. The uh the like uh video vixen. Video vixen, right? She said that she used to always basically she invoked an air about herself that was a level of respect like it it, it yeah. a level of respect where they never would actually overstep that boundary because they could see you know what i mean she carries herself a certain type of way where it's like they would basically held to pay if i fuck fucking touched her ass or i did some shit like that they would be held to pay you get what i'm saying like it was she went on a set and she was lie. like it is she was like we're not doing this but she did a good job and she has the look too but yeah. she showed it's possible. You don't have to be filthy. So that must be y'all wanting to be dirty. But you're like, oh, my trauma. Yeah, but come on. You know right You know how it's going to play the role. Is it just being an addiction? And how deep? Are we talking so subconscious what, mixed with conscious? Is what an addiction? Um, how can I say it clearly? I guess sexual behavior. 
not that someone, not in a Comis promiscuous, promiscuous list, being a freak. I feel like it's human nature. No, no, not the not it being nature, but just how people are playing with it. Because some people be like, well, something happened to me, so some people don't regulate it with rules. Yeah, some people are oh, people are over sexualized. They basically no, absolutely not. Don't try to like conform people to a box and restrict them from expressing themselves by titling it. No, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm saying that somebody somebody may have Well, we in court right now, and I'm bringing up evidence. A, we're bringing up the sex tapes. Me and Angela was having a conversation early in the morning. Kids was dropped off. We had our tea, and we said to each other, she was talking about a sex tape, and she was just like, you know, describing it to me. And I and I said to her, well, why does everyone keep coming out with one? Is it an accident? And what she what she said to me was she kept it simple. She said, sometimes it's just self-respect. So it kind of just put me back in perspective of stop overthinking. You thinking about it too much. People want to do what they do. No, you're a freak, be a freak. But at the end of the day, regulated with some kind of rules. Just don't abuse yeah. it. Parents, I don't hear nobody saying anything about the children. That has nothing to do with that. Yes, it does. Because when I walked on Fulton Street and Notion, they had a poster up of naked men touching each other on Notion and Fulton. And it stayed up. In a white neighborhood, that would have been taken down in five minutes. Every episode that they that they promoted, you watched it. But you can tell your kids to turn off the TV. Every episode of Power, you watched it. But so you could tell your kid to turn off the TV. If I got to go pick you up from school, we have to take this way. Mm -hmm. But then again, we just explained it to the kid. That's the best we right. can do. I think there's a, I think, I don't think the issue is the sexuality part of it. It's just, it, it's, it's about the fact that there's something. Yeah, but still, I'll be responsible for saying that. It's it doesn't matter if you're right, right. Exactly. man, 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 like, why are we seeing sexuality all the time? No, do what you do just behind doors, don't plaster it everywhere. What if people are excited about doing it outside? No, 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 no. There's people excited about murder and, and smut. That's different. That's harming somebody. That's completely different from no, but expressing the, the, the passion, the love, and the admiration that you may physically be able to express with somebody who you like, outside. Maybe. Some people will ask you about the you know gay what? parade. Y'all like two big ass scoops of vanilla ice cream. No, it's a society, right? You should be able to you should be able to guard your child's eyeballs from from all of those explicit adult things. You're supposed to be able to. Okay, what about what about before uh we were indoctrinated with our fourth civilization and we lived outside and we lived in huts and we like those people were around. Those people were not. Those people were not American. They were not American. They were not American. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the 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 power that we give it, whether it's negative or positive, comes from us. Right, and we're American. How do Americans think of sex to the point where it does matter because there's a degree of it. And that's why I say the kids matter, and it does upset me when people don't talk about the kids. They're like, let people be free. Yeah, but when you let them be too free, and once they start to leave the mud over on your in your house, all of a sudden it's well, a problem. On. How do we go from talking about the way men and women partners express we got sexuality to, it because, to having to consider because we want to expression, and I'm just a little dot in the in the ink well, just saying, just let's keep in mind the kids. Okay, because no, talking I'm, about copy, I got you. No, no, I got you. Right? It, it, it but when it comes to media, especially in your neighborhood, 
it really was crazy to see that that it was just oiled up men like they were touching one another the touching part is the part that is the issue because even if it was a man and a woman right and just looking down at the other guy's um business you know what I'm saying? Like, and your little kid is just like walking, that's, that's touching. Like, come on now, that's not my daddy. That's not in the. That's, and and some mom. people are perverse with it. Any of y'all be scrolling through Facebook and then you see like an ad for like no homo with penis enlargement pills? Yeah, and you can see it like a real live porn scene, like right? on Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But see, it's believing also, and we should also have principles on mining these things because this is what keeps civil organization, which is very imperative. People don't believe in it, they just want to do what they want to do. And then when we have problems, they're like, Well, who's gonna do something? Yeah. Why? Because you're so immersed in what you're doing already. Can we please consider the kids and stop saying, Well, you know, we just want to have forget the fun it's serious out here mm -hmm. because if it came down to losing out on these things mm -hmm. and really having to survive nobody wants to think like that they want to laugh until it's done right. you understand mm -hmm. so you just have to be centered and we really got to consider the kids because i remember somebody sat me down one time they were all staring at me like it was funny and i'm just sitting there and all of a sudden they put a phone on the tv and in my head as a little girl i'm like what are they about to do because they all just looking at me oh and i was God. like okay I just got up and left. I was, Can we yeah, talk about all the that. dodgy stuff that happened during childhood? It's not ourselves. Oh my God. Especially <laughs> when it's like, it's crazy. That's all. That's just, true. you got to have, what's wrong with some cool? Nobody wants to have cool anymore. Because at some point, you don't think things get saturated when people be like, all right, what's next? Or do we just class it up and then resurface it? your tablet in the hallway. Slide the riddles out there. Maybe like, don't post a kid on the internet, but it's like, the girl in Don't Call Me White Girl, she says something that people don't like to say. You know, I'll sit there and be like, don't go in the basement. Uncle Tommy's down here. She's like, but why is he still here? That's the main question. Why is yeah. he still here? Why you keep hushing it and shushing That's it? That's because they scared, they scared, they scared of Uncle Tommy. Keyword fear, but then getting ostracized by Uncle Tommy, that's all. Right, but this is what I'm saying about think about the kids because it happened to the grandpa and the son and the son's son. How yeah. did that happen? No, I'm serious. These are real stories. It's yeah, silly. no, that really, that but really This is like logical, common sense thinking. So y'all really that scared? That's because the, the, the level of manipulation is very deep-seated, you know? That person that's the uh, that's the family serial abuser, they were also abused by someone. You know what I mean? It's like a, a ongoing cycle. So nobody wants to do anything. It's like being no, a no, it's a part of it's a part of it. It don't ever be just that one molester. It always be like a, a line of them. You know what I mean? Oh it's, yeah, because they always go the nephew It'd be a part of it'd be a part of their family. It'd be a part of their family structure. That's why it, it ends up being like something that they hide because it's not the only one. Like it'd be it'd be the it'd be the that uncle, but it also was the grandpa was doing some weird shit. Like it's just a part of it. Like little weird touching has been a part of it. Maybe not everyone was like a full on molester, but like it's always been some like weird energy. And someone just has to be like, yo, this is nasty. Let's just stop. 
And matter of fact, I'm gonna come out and say it. We all gonna talk about it. Y'all wanna hide and not talk about it. You wanna talk about it and decide to stop. I think that's all it takes is balls. I, I know we're getting too off topic, but I think that's all it takes. Just balls. Somebody well, okay. Yeah. One one other thing I want to talk about is like um, because the, the men they have a huge problem with like uh, you know, the 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 implements that women have sometimes you know like for instance there's a, a war going on uh for that toy have you ever seen that toy the the rose toy Mm-hmm. I keep hearing that. Niggas <laughs> 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 hate that shit. They're like, they're like, hell no. How we gonna compete oh, with yeah. that shit? <laughs> oh, hell no. And then they came out. They came out with another one that got a little part that go boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the other thing is like suck, 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 suck. It's like boop, 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 suck, suck, suck. They're like, oh hell no. You be a fucking uh a uh, uh, walking. Uh, electrical shock. You be buzzing around the fucking world. Don't feel threatened. I want. They they were threatened. I'm telling you on on Twitter. They was like, oh, that's stupid. Uh, they were like, oh hell no. <laughs> that's that's for them. But when you a man, I'm not a man. But I'm just saying, there's nothing like having a, a man there. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my opinion. It's just different. But that is just it, like it, it sure is different. It sure is different. But um ain't nothing like the real That's just for people that need that extra. That's their business. You saw that movie? Can we talk about this? There was a movie what? called Kids or Good Boys. Good boys. And it was a scene where the boy was playing with his parents' sex toy. And I just thought about it. I'm like, you really hired that's really a 12 year old on a set of a movie. Oh, yeah. I was to look that dildo. Now, mind you, no one used it, but just the concept and that y'all made. Yeah, just the access to it, you know what I mean? Just like having a, a scene like that existing of him like interacting with that joint. Because they've been showed you crazy stuff before. You know um, what else I saw in the, in the Twitter th- thread with that rose thing? It's ACS now. There was a guy. <laughs> What's ACS? Look, protective child protective services. And shit. Oh yeah. Where they, they add on movie sets. Oh no, that's money. That's yeah, a whole different ball care. game. You work for the city. You stay where you put. That's that's not your concern. They wouldn't even think to do that. There was this guy. There was this guy in in the uh, in the thread, right, talking about the rose. He was like, oh. So y'all can have this, and we have a little fresh flashlight, and we're perverts, huh? <laughs> what? The flashlight. It's like a little flashlight that got a little gummy thing inside, and they use it as like a male sex toy. So he was uh, like, so sex toys. If, if we have one of that, we, we're perverts, but y'all can have all these um, technologies, and it's all good. Well, I feel, like, the, I feel like if women treat us better, we don't even need that. What? Treat. That's 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 our argument. Why are you taking our? <laughs> I'm just saying because I feel like I feel like uh, men only use that shit alone. Oh, you, you, so. that's for people that have no one. No, but there's a different promiscuity uh, behind it. Men and women aren't the same. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should say respectfully, stay in your side. Now, when we come together and we're going up, then we'll come together. But as far as like stuff like that, like toys and stuff, mm-hmm. now if you get with someone and they've been doing that or they want to get into it, respect it. 
but you know, or just be a part of it or whatever. But what if your partner introduces you? Don't whine, but don't whine about it, especially if you're a guy. Yeah, what if your partner? What if your partner's requesting something that you're not into? Huh? How do you handle that if your partner's requesting something that you're not into? Well, talk about it and be honest with yourself. That's all you can do. It all comes back to you. Do you feel like? Do you feel like your relationship would be safe? Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to think deep about it because it might open extra questions. You know what I mean? Like if somebody calls you and they're like, hey, my other significant other, whether you're a man or woman, like they wanted to do this mm-hmm. with this person. Does mm-hmm. that mean, you know, things like that? You just got to be careful because sometimes it shows you where a person's mind is at, but it's also how you present the package. Hold on. Before that, what type of people got together? Hold on. Before that, what type of person were you before you got with that person? And the main key is the communication, even down to like crimes. That's if you get that deep and you feel that I'm serious. And 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 always explain and be open about it that it's not to hurt you or to incriminate myself. But I want you, I care about you enough to be thorough so you know what you're dealing with. So, so you can make a decision because yeah. I care what happens to your well-being. That's true. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't want to do that. Everybody got their feelings. Sometimes variety is a curse. Especially with how you handle it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I just feel like, like, if not for reproduction, then what is the purpose of sex? Well, like I said, do what you guys do. Some people like it as a stress reliever. Some people like it as whatever feeds, whatever. But it's it's how you do it. Mm. Are you so in you people's like curtains? Like Are you like, abusive when you're doing it? Are you punching people in the face? Do you find yourself watching porn in weird places? Do you find that some some people subconsciously <laughs> no? Because I've seen people grab their crotch in public, and you can tell they watch. You ever see those guys? You can tell they're not the ones to whip out, but sometimes they watch so much porn they don't realize in public that they're grabbing themselves. <gasps> Really? Yeah, or people sometimes. No, because <laughs> no, you men be asleep. Like, my shit is so sensitive. Like, if I even accidentally brush up against it, I like kind of know I brushed it. Like, wait, wait, wait. No, but y'all men don't. I mean, you know, when it's natural, when you sleep, because I've had homeboys over and I got brothers, when y'all sleep, y'all just be holding it. And sometimes you got to wake a man up, be like, listen, the children are here. You don't want them to. I think to... that's because of the porn. I think they just, they, they well, not it's that, a, but. It's warmer between Mannerisms. It's warmer between the sure Sometimes you just touch it and feel that relief, like, hey, yes, thanks. Yeah. They just need to make sure their little buddy is still there. Okay, so what about um friendship love? Like how do how do men's friendships operate? Trust. You know, how do you know when like just some someone you know? Like how do you know that's your friend? Um, okay, It still goes back to self because everything's around you, everything is mine. So when I call you guys and I complain about something someone did, it's like, but you, you know what I'm saying? It still goes back to you. Well, why are you hanging with someone like that? I didn't I don't even think you would, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So and Jack to be completely thorough with, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate, this is how I see the friendship. And she's just, she just has this very compute mind, you know what I mean? And she's very patient and she's kind and she's creative. It's like the perfect friendship. It's very befitting. And you know what I'm saying? And I could be thorough and she'll talk to you in a way where you think you won't get angry with her unless deep down you just can't compute or you're emotional. 
but she's very helpful. And, you know, I don't want to sound selfish because some people be like, well, what did your friend do for you? Because sometimes people right. need you, but don't let them drain you because then you're right. just a sucker. Sometimes comfortability, stability, uh, firmness, you know, those are some of the things that, you know, make up the, 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 the building blocks of friendship. You know, friendship is not just one block. You know what I mean, it's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of uh, situations. There's a bunch of turmoil. There's a bunch of trials, tribulations. There's a bunch of celebrations along the way. And, you know, and you just hope that you build that on something solid, you know? I mean, that is just, you know, watch who you have around. That's all. And yeah. Oh, my question was my my question was like mainly to um to men because I know how female relationships function. You know what I mean? We, I'll just say my perspective on the female so we can move on. Female female friendships like when we know a woman is your friend versus just like a, a girl that you know that's like an acquaintance is that she's gonna be real with you. You know what I mean? About stuff that you, you know what I mean? She's not going to just be like fake. You get what I'm saying? She's not going to just tell you what you want to hear all the time. You're going to hear real shit. You're going to hear. She's not going to be kidding around. No, no she's not going to, she's not going to pussyfoot around. You know what I mean? She's going to tell you the real life. She's going to tell you shit that you don't want necessarily want to hear. And, you know, you could hear, so you can hear her, her actual real perspective. She might give you some examples based on her own experiences. You know what I mean? That's how I portray true friendship is to actually give some, give my friend a piece of my own personal wisdom and give, give advice based on what would help that person grow, like help that situation to enhance, be enhanced. Right. So that's, to try to make sure like that I'm helping to grow my friend and I, I look for that in my friend too like I look for my friend to I can rely upon and also be somebody that can be relied upon you know? and I try to make sure that that's an equal situation equally yoked friendship yeah, not the one always calling when there's a problem you're listening and that's it's all it is you know, you borrowing. At some point, it's being a fool. Some people crave friendship so much, they, um, they're not doing it the right way. But that's why you have to be right within. That's all. But sometimes it's okay to be by yourself because you got to let your energy just woosa before you go and fraternize with others. That's how you're going to know which color is yours. You just, that's a fact. Mine that's is not Well, I mean, yep. it's home for the dog. You know somebody's not your friend. You know somebody's not your friend when they when you could see the fake shit. Like you could see certain things. Like she's uh she's putting you in a position. Like you could see her if if she ever puts you in a position where you're going to be um harmed in some way, either emotionally or physically or financially. Like she'll allow that allow those things to uh, to happen without giving you no type of warning like oh i see this might happen careful you know what i'm saying where you can actually make a decision she actually allows you to walk into a room or walk into a situation where she already knew what was going to happen and she allowed it to happen or you know what i mean or allowed you to talk a certain type of way 
you know, in a you know, just like kind of just being shady. Like you can see the shade. Like a shade. can I push you forward? You push me forward. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. A lot of times, and um, you helped sharpen me a lot. That's one thing I appreciate about about my um friendship with you. A lot of times it was like, okay, relax, pinpoint some things, and be like, all right, now think. I'm like, oh yeah, like hello. You know what I mean? So. I think love, but it, it doesn't have to be, you know, gushy love. More like, <laughs> I'm probably better, and I know you could be better. Yeah. And I can't say something about it. Yeah. A lot of people, they would just sit there, well, I thought you could have said something. You know what I mean? And a lot yeah. of times, don't be, don't be um, offended if you have a friend that's, they're like one of those people. They just kind of sit there and watch. They expect you to be sharper. Sometimes you have to watch who you doing stuff with? And like yeah. I said, different types of friendships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our friends. I think, I think, I think a big, big moment in our friendship was that time when we had a storm, bruh, and niggas couldn't see. And I, and we was pushing, we had to push that shit through the thing. We didn't even know where our fucking kids were because there was so much gushing rain coming down from the sky, bro. And we had to. Well, we know. We we had to I know. We did have to work together. That's how we got through. But yeah. tell them how it started and how Wicked started. It was like magic. <laughs> bro, why was we still on that beach, bro? We seen this, we seen that cloud coming. Because we're beach bombs. It was totally underestimating that situation. When it, the wind went a hundred miles an hour. Video, and the music video came out wild good. Where the hell is the where's the footage of that? That's <laughs> oh, it's in Gmail. That yeah, video was so water. good. I couldn't breathe. My eyes were getting scratched by sand. The water was oh, choking. Yeah. She had the contact sand. And I just took everything <laughs> in me and I screamed that the kids <laughs> follow Fro. Because Fro was going to the she was, pushing the she was pushing the cart, right? And I couldn't see. We, none of us could see. Like, we, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you drowned in rain. Like, it was like... <gasps> get out of here. Go get those kids. And, and, and we we try to locate our kids and get them like across the street and shit like that. And and she she suddenly stops pushing that thing, starts screaming and run and turn it in a circle, screaming. Ah, <laughs> no, no, because it felt like someone scratching. Oh, oh my god! And I looked at Grace and she gave me that look like, "Bitch, if you stop," and I was like, "I needed that." And then I just gathered myself together and I just yeah. like closed my eyes for a second and I was like, "All right," because my main fear was, "Is that ocean about to come up real quick?" Yeah, that part. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I was afraid that the ocean was going to by the water. We were oh, right by the water. Like, we were right by, by the, the water. Exit. And then the rain started coming down. And then the ocean started going going nuts. Like the ocean started going. Oh. <laughs> no, tell them about the tornado <laughs> on the beach. The wind came the tornado the but that we that we owned. Like it, it, it took the umbrella, like that wind was, it was trying to take us. And like, I was scared that it was gonna push, it was gonna like like throw the kids in the air like I was, it was just like I didn't know if what they we, were in that tent they would have went down the beach mm. then we had all those electronics then I was scared that if we were gonna get fucking electrocuted with that metal car and all those electronics like I was like what is good oh yeah we we got up the stairs and Ange looked at me she said hold on Cleo and she was like the batteries take the batteries out I'm like they're out she's like no check take them out 
She's like, this is metal. I'm like, let's just go. She's like, make sure the fucking pastor's out. I'm like, it's out. And I'm looking at the kids. They scream. I'm like, you better stop. I said, we're going to make it. And then that's when the sin said, oh, yeah. He and had then to the throw them like, in the pit. Okay, he put them in the pit. <laughs> oh, my God. What a madness. <laughs> but Grace pushed me because I needed that story. Yes, Grace saved us. She was I like the mommy. Like I, God. I was like, Grace really like, oh, my God. She made me feel not so. Like an angel. A little bit like I feel a little safe. Like, because she was like, that is the way. She was like, come on, this way. We were like, I was like, okay. <laughs> yep. He was like, move your ass. I was like, yes. Yeah. It felt like a military moment. Like, we prepared oh, you yeah. Thank Don't God for it. Don't just get to that band. But it was scary because the wind, I never felt wind like that in my oh, life. Bro, I, I did not outside or a scene. I like that. Rain, it was raining and windy as hell. Adam Sand. Like, assaulted by three different forces of nature it was awful <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God I swear to God I swear to God it, it felt like an act of God though it felt like literally like like you stay too long on my <laughs> you leave the bottles and stuff all these cups you know, when, that, when that rain started coming down we looked around and there was an assault on that beach like we was so in the zone that we only people there. <laughs> the beach cleared out. Like there was no one there. We yeah, were all so nice. We had snacks. We had lights. It was, nice. it was the middle of the night. Oh my god, scary. We said. So I don't and think the was long. Months, God, yeah, awful. Awful. That's crazy. We looked up and then it was just a wall of wind coming, and it took the time. And she said, get the kids. I was like, all right, cool. Y'all doing that? I grabbed the electronics and stuff. We packed. It them. happened in, like. Instantly, it was an instant storm. Like it didn't even happen gradually. It was instant. Like that's what caused more panic, and you really had to calm yourself down and get to the parking lot. Because it really seemed like that water might come up. I was just picturing. Oh my god! Oh my god! And even when we got in the truck, I was praying. I was like, Lord God, please let us get through this. Not let us not have any kind of accident on the road. We're trying to get God, Jesus, please. It's crazy. Yep. But yeah, that's how uh, our friendship uh, <laughs> is, is. That's how solid our relationship. Listen. In, in, a, in a moment that's like lo- that, that locks us in for life, man. Because that's what but I- you still was logical. Are the batteries out? This is not enough source of death. Take the batteries out, the electronics. Listen. It was like, you know what I mean? Yep, that'd be a freak accident. Hell yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking about. That's so crazy that that's what I was thinking about because I'm seeing like this bright, bright light and all these lights and shit coming off the thing. I'm like, bro, we got to push this. We cannot get electrocuted doing this, and I was scared. Like, I yeah, yeah. she was like, "No." <laughs> All right, she so so male, male relationships, like, how do you know, like, somebody's your friend? Like, you have to go get in a fight with him, like, like what? Um, I guess it's just like a feeling. You just feel, you feel it. You you become endeared to that person. Like they annoy you, but even so much with the annoying ish, you still gravitate back towards that person. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it become it grows into a friendship. You know that doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy and it's not and it's supposed to last forever because 
not all friendships are intended to last forever. We hope that they reach that period of time. However, that's not the standard. That's what we're taught to believe, but that's not. So think of your think of your oldest and dearest friend. How did that person become like like a brother to you? Oldest and dearest friend. Damn. <laughs> wow. Sad. I feel I feel hurt to even have to even go through what I'm going through on the inside to even answer that question. Like I, I don't even think I got one. Word. I don't even think I got one. Like I grew up in a penitentiary. And in there, it ain't really no friends. We like entertain mm. each other and associate with each other to pass the time. Mm. However, it's like if you ain't got a code offender that you did some shit with when you went there, then it's like, nigga, y'all niggas ain't my friend. Like, let me not yeah. get it twisted. Even being a gangbanger, just because we banging the same gang don't fucking make us friends. We mm. obligate our responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, so with that being said, I don't know. I don't know. Like, literally, I got, I, I feel like Joey is like a friend of mine. You know what I mean? And me and him haven't known each other for like extensive period of time. You know what I mean? It's just that he came into my life during a crazy point in time and crazy period of time. And because he was able to weather the storm that I was weathering at that time, he kind of like earned his spot and became my friend that way. Yeah. A lot of history built on that. So the friendship is still fragile. Yeah. Some people step in during your tragedies and then they'll be like, Right. They, they feel a voice. Yeah. The emptiness yeah. that you feel about being alone. A trauma bond. That's a trauma bond. Yeah, hell yeah. And that's what it is. He's dumping on you, you dumping on him. Yeah. And every day I just get together and just dump on each other. Yeah. Trauma and, bond. And, and it's trauma like bond. you're gonna have to pull you out or you're gonna have to pull him out, and you're gonna have to start dumping about something different. Yeah, but y'all yeah. put like the water into each other's buckets. You gotta filter it and then irrigate it. Right, but it's but it's not healthy because Exactly. He's leaving with twice as much shit than what he came with. Mm. He only came with his issue. Mm. But when he leaves, I'm giving his, his issue back plus mine. And he's giving you some of his. So now. Right. And I'm leaving with two issues too. Mm. The water doesn't evaporate, it doesn't spill. We, we hold it's it. Not it's not even that. It's, it was seeds in that water, and now you got like trees growing that don't even belong to you. Right, you got unhealthy growth, and it's tearing up. It grows. It's like weeds is growing. It's tearing up all your wow. One bad. Wow. That's deep. All your advice, baby. Well, yeah. That's deep. So, what about what about you, Chris? What what is your um like? What is your take on like? What is the the oldest and dearest friend of yours, and uh, how that person became your 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 friend? Like how you know that that was your friend. I ain't gonna lie, I had two good friends, I'm gonna say, like, two good, honest friends I could really pinpoint, and I could say that had, that had my best interest, basically. Mm. It wasn't really out here trying to just use me for what I'm worth, you know? Because mm -hmm. certain people, you know, when you're young or whatever, they, they'll try to use you. Mm -hmm. right? they figure, you just don't know, like... Like, you know, certain people that look a certain way, like you might look young, you know, you might get over, get past with certain things, you know? Mm -hmm. You might look green. 
Yeah. Nigga might see you. But you really committing or right. doing whatever the act, but it's like you're not the guy that they pinpoint a look for. They think you're the Jolly Green Giant, but you're really the fucking Incredible Hulk. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, my boy, um, I'm going to start off with day one. I'm going to take it from the past to the future. My first friend, I'm going to say Marvin. He was Jamaican. He was from um, Jamaica. Mm -hmm. He's from the islands. When I first met him, he had moved to the block. He had moved to, it was a kid that, that was named Chris. He had the same name as me, right? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And I moved to the block. I was just playing one day, but Chris had everything. Like all the new bikes, his father looked like he worked in Manhattan somewhere. Mm -hmm. So he always like drive the new, we, that's when we had like the big wheels. Remember the little big wheels? Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. a big wheel in the front, two little bit in the back. Mm -hmm. So I remember going over there and, and I, I, I practically probed myself before I went over there. Yeah. I actually probed myself before I went over there because I was kind of shy. I didn't want to go over there like on some way to be like, well, hey, because I really wanted to just. I was going to say, what was your ulterior motive? Yeah, you know, he had motive. certain things that I didn't have because I lacked it. Yeah. So you want the barter system that thing out. Like, yo, yeah. I got some shit you don't got. Let's. Yeah. I figured, like, hey, I could be, like, a resistance to it, right? Help him with it or learn about it. Mm -hmm. You know how kids are thinking, you know? You just right. go with the thought. You just think that's it. Yeah, one track mind. You yeah, just pursue one, that shit. Yeah, yeah. but one, you think to another. That was the smartest thing I ever did. Really? Oh, yeah, because he became yeah. your friend. Right. Yeah, I actually went over there, and I just introduced myself, like, hey, my name is Chris. He said, wow, my name is Chris. And I was like, wow. Mm. That was the first time Instant I ever connection. met a friend, and his name was Chris. But then he moved. And he just I, woke, I used to always get up, go to his crib early in the morning, seven. I get up or clockwork. Don't Daddy probably was It woke right across the street and knocked on the door. They let me right in. Regular schedule. His daddy right probably in. was a drug dealer. Yeah, I think he did stocks or something. Like they always came to the He was like a music teacher, uh, like a Ron say or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah. Man, I can't read your book, Bob's coming. Wow. Nah, but Marvin, God bless his soul. Oh, he passed? Yeah, he passed away when I was incarcerated. Oh, man. And um, he had came looking for me when I was going. You know, and my mom, she's like, I don't know. She just, you know, I understand, you know, women into Western, you want to protect your child. So it's like anybody that came looking for me. So I want to keep you away from that. Right. So, yeah. so it's like, oh no, he's good. Right. He's not all right. No, right. I can't give him your number, you know. So that kind of stuck with me when he passed away because I couldn't go to his funeral. Mm. But this is this is what I say uh, made our friendship even stronger. What it is, we go over there with Queens and Bisbee Pond. Like, we were so young and crazy, and the yeah, devilish it was just outlandish. Like we used to be like if. Like, you know, you do little kid games, like, mm -hmm. who could do it the illness or right, right. who could go the furthest. We're on, we're on Basley Pond. It was like real cold. You know, Basley Pond freezes at a certain mm -hmm. time. Actually, right? okay, right. But it gets, it gets weaker in the middle. Oh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. we never go there. We kids. You know, oh, we my both God. don't know how to swim. Mm. Right? So. Wow. And that thing is deep. So you got on top of that thing. Oh my god! Yeah, we're going on the ice, like trying to reach for a twig. Like I reached for the twig. Like I got, I'm more. I was more agile to him than, than him. I'm gonna say. So it was like I'm gonna hold your arm. Yeah, and you reach maybe, for the twig. Yeah, I think maybe it was. I knew that it was very. The ice was getting very thin right there. Mm -hmm. So it was the way that I reached for the twig. This was like, it, it sounds so weird, but it was like, it turned, it escalated so quick into like a real live event where the fuck out of came then. 
he went he went in the water. He fell in the water and he was holding on to yeah. the ice. He reached for the twig. Mm. Now I ran off the ice because I was like, oh, I thought it was all coming down. So now I come, I think, yo, I'm gonna lie. Like this they kidding me though. I was laughing. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But then I just it just snapped into me like I mean laughing. I was just like, no, this is my friend. So yeah. I thought yeah. fast. I was like, oh wow. And he's like, save me, my friend. I'm like, oh. Mm. I ran right over there, and I just went straight into like, it was like I was laughing, and then I just went straight into like, I thought I was like a rescue mission yeah, or something. Yeah, How old you said you Oh shit, I was 13, Walter was two years younger than me. He's Damn. the same age as Christina, my sister. Mm, that's some frightening shit. And he knew how to cook jerk chicken and all of that at that age. He was coming yeah, to my crib, they run up cooking the jerk up. chicken and all that shit. Boy, you went to make it? Marvin was one of my friends that I could seriously say, which it messed my head up when my mother never took his number from me. But he always used to, like, I used to wake up sometimes and he's in my house. Oh, I had to do something for your mom. She wanted me to prepare some food. And I'm like, wow, okay, he's making jerk chicken again. So, you know, I'm getting some of that. But yeah, make a long story short, back to the Brazy Pond Act, the thing that builded our friendship from that, and it was like, we were sealed. You know, if I never got incarcerated, you know, he was doing his thing while I got it, when I went away. Bro, his father built three houses, they were heavy into real estate, you know? By hand, though. Hmm? By hand. I mean, he had a team of workers, of course, but, you know, it, it was his, yeah, it was his, he had more play into it, so it's like, he's winning off of this. It ain't like he's working for somebody, you know? He was like a real poet, Marvin Father, or Steven, cool. I know his little brother's like probably 25, 27. He's probably tall as hell now. He was like a little scrawny kid. He's always following us around. He wasn't there that day with Marvin. It was just me and Marvin. And we was just doing little daredevil shit. When he fell into the, the, the pond. That story is just like, oh. Uh, I'm going to say me. Yeah. It was like it was like they all did it. It was like I would always I don't know, maybe I don't know what it was. I'm blessed. Because right, I ain't gonna lie, I can't swim. I don't know if he could have saved me. Like it could have been either way, you but know. You what have I mean? a heroic spirit and I always serve you. Know? And you know you do. And it's not a cocky thing. Yo, I rescued him with the same twig that we were reaching for. Some people yeah, that is symbolic. Because I couldn't catch him with my hand. If yeah. I put my hand, right that makes me get closer to him. Right Yo, I just did like this, and then it's like, it was like a one shot, one deal. I grabbed his hand, ate the man. I said, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Woo. Got the fuck out of here. He was so soaked from down here. He's, He's like, you saved me, man. my friend. He said, mm -hmm. wow. I always remember that story when I was incarcerated. That was one of the, you know, you got a number of memories sometimes as you sit back mm -hmm. before you go to bed. I remember I rode my bicycle to Merrick in Queens from all the way from Godbrew because he had just came back from Florida before I had a car. <laughs> I rode the bicycle all the way there. Like <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the story of my friendship, not the, the cut it short. That's 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 amazing, like um coincidence that you ended up saving him with that stick the same stick that you it's like a movie i know right i couldn't believe it it's like that scene where they throw the stick and they showed you what they throw it 
But um, most people would have panicked. Like some people would have been so scared. Yeah. Because when you think of winter, sometimes you don't, it's, like it's cold out, I don't even want to go to work. But this boy fell in frozen cold water yeah. with no adults around. It was just him and his little buddy. Deep. Well, his, his friend, because he was older. But you didn't panic deep. and run away. I know it was deep because I seen him. It, looked, it felt like he was straddling his feet, and it, it is. He was holding on to the ice, and he was slipping, like he was holding on. You know? And I was like, Yo, I gotta go get one, boy. Right. Yeah, cause that that guilt would have been crazy if we didn't try. Oh hell no, that would have been way worse. Crazy pawn. She would have questioned your bravery. Hell no, nah, that shit would have fucked with him for the rest of his life. There's no way you can't. You can't live with that. If he does something down, oh hell no. You gotta sharpen your character because guilt will weigh you down. The way you do it is you gotta fix your character. So yeah. the more time goes on, it's gonna eat you up. But when you see things where you could step in, but not to hinder yourself, but it's mainly just meditation and inside before you do favors with people. Because sometimes favors turn ugly because people are crazy. Yeah. So we just um try to become better in mind. Yeah. So we pre pre present ourselves to society and amongst others, like in a, you know, with some manners. Yeah. And kind of just put together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So just, I guess you could get better because some people end up killing themselves and they just lose their mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think if they shall become. Because if you think you could have saved them, then. That's just like saying maybe you should become more brave or take some lessons or yeah, practice like, being so scared. It was like, I don't know what it was, but I was like, yo, I know what I'm doing, but it was like, I felt like a compassion. Like yeah, like it was just like instincts. Yeah, I just felt like this is my brother or something. Yeah, like, yeah. The hardest way to get yeah, him out yeah. and kill him both of us. Just enough to pull him in there. Like, yo, get on the ice. Come on, let's go. We got to get off the ice. 
But he was whole wet from rain. Yeah, he had good instincts too to, to, to get himself out of there too because he had to work with you. Yeah. People don't know about that story, right? What story? That story right there because it sounds like, ah, that didn't really happen. You know? Like you'll never think Real friends. Life is really he like. He was so we didn't even go home because he was soaked. He was soaked from here all the way down. And it was like, we just, his mother is very stern. You know, Jamaican moms, like, yeah, as soon as you yeah. come in and crib, my man, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> I'm like, your mother, oh shit. I said, yo, you can't go outside. You soaked, mother. And it was, you know, it was cold out like, there. Basically, pond was frozen. We went straight to my other bro house. And he was like, yo, mom, what happened? You know, he swept in a little swap out with the clothes. You know, mm -hmm. I said, yes, yeah, the clothes. And then, yeah, just tell me you were sleeping over there. She never said that. Why don't they have fencing around it? And he wasn't really. This wild. You know that they, somebody, there's wild bodies. People drop bodies in there all the time. Somebody told me that. Oh, so yeah, so his body wasn't even. Yo, just there's so many the people that they do the bodies in there already. Yo, that, yeah. That it's really deep. It's called, I could really believe when they tell me there's cars in there. Did they just drain there and fill it back up? Well, then you yeah. guys, can I get yeah. deep there? Yeah, it's in Queens. They call it Quiet Queens, and when it came off to me as a Brooklyn chick, Quiet Queens mean that y'all, not that y'all saw, it's just one you bought it. I'm not going to say too much. Never mind. But I'm just going to keep it as a lot happening. Queens are just classy. Brooklyn, man. But it's not that city. It looks classy Brooklyn. Yeah, it's very Queens is quiet, bad boys need the sound, so we're supposed to be. And that's why a lot of times that people that's not from Queens when they finally come out there, the first thing they say, Oh shit, I didn't know they had this in Queens, or I didn't know they was doing this in Queens, or I didn't know. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, Come on, bro, like you need to get around. Like you just live right. I think it's gangster people everywhere. It's like a black Long Island. Mm -hmm. It's in our nation. Yeah, I don't even think about the question. Right. That's like right. everywhere you go. Um, the next type of love is called storge, which is a, a love of your parents and of your children. So it's like that unconditional love, I think. I guess it's like that unconditional love, like that love of um, the person that made you and the people that you make, I guess, right? Can can any of uh, either of you, because um, I don't think you have children, but can you describe that type of love? Either for your children or for your parents or both. First for this for the record. Okay. I'll say for both. Okay. It goes also in the head. How could you not love the woman that gave creation that helped give creation to you and yet not love the offspring that you created? That's gonna be here, that's set to be here. You know? Yeah. Before you act. Yeah. Um, say the question again. I was just no. It wasn't a question. I was asking for you to describe that love, like how how that manifests for you. What what love? The love the love, the love of your parents, the love that you have for parents in that relationship that you have, and then the love that mm -hmm. you for your children and that relationship that you have and what kind of impact it makes on your life. Okay, well, I don't have anyone, but the a person that I definitely undoubtedly love in my life is my Um, Our relationship is not like bosom buddies, like 
everywhere we go, my buddies have a situation. You know what I mean? When who who is that? My little brother. Oh no, we talking about parents or children? Okay. Um, well, I gotta go with my parents and my mom. I don't have any children, so um, my mom been through a lot of shit. So the, the love that I have for her is um the bond type of love, the, the mm. branch from the love. You know what I mean? Like mm. it, um. In reality, real is real. If I had to judge my mother based on her level of success, her goals, her, it, it, it wouldn't be great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But because my mother, because she carried me for those months and went out of her way to protect me while I was in there to make sure I got out. Yeah. That established a love in the Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely love question um yeah yeah definitely do. that's beautiful that's um, okay that's, 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 that's yeah. with the night circumstances oh yeah what about what about the what about father you you do have like a relationship with your father um my father was murdered um or misunderstanding by accident but a misunderstanding that led to him being intentionally murdered. Like somebody made a comment, uh, the guy with the gun panicked, believing that the comment meant one thing when it meant something else. So he shot my father one time in the heart. He died instantly. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know. This is like when you were a baby? Um, yeah, this was, I was young. I think I was like four. Four going on five. Oh, and this, and this funny thing so. about it is when I was incarcerated, the dude that actually did it, wound up getting sent to the same prison I was in. And he told this, the facility staff, hey, listen, I can't stay here because it's a guy that's here and he's a member of the Bloods gang. And I did something to him and, and he ain't gonna let me stay here. So they're like, oh, what's his name? And um, he didn't know my name. He knew my father's name, but he didn't know what name I was carrying through the system. You know what I mean? So how did he know that you were the child of the, the guy that he, he killed? How did he know that? He know who he killed. He knew the guy that he killed had a son. And of course, in jail, you hear shit before your next door neighbor will. Oh, you know what I mean? Your next door neighbor will, will knock on your door and be telling you some shit he heard from somebody in jail. Hey, yo, bro, you see. Y'all just held the phone, such and such, and they were just telling me, like, jail, like, what? That shit is the hotline, grapevine, like, you, they hear shit. So, when you in, the first thing, like, people from certain areas, they, they are, they stick together, or they communicate with each other. We all from the Ville. So, we all know each other's family, we grew up, you know, live, you know that. We all from Coney Island, we all from the Fifth Ville, we all from Two Third. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with Queens, nigga. We all from Southside, we all from LIC, the Braves, Ravenswood, whatever, wherever you're from. So when you in them circles and you're moving, you'll, you'll pull up to a spot and a nigga tell you, oh, yo, bro, you can't even stay here. You know that uh, old boy that you man down, you know, that nigga's son is here, and that nigga's a monster. Like, that nigga's not, he ain't a baby no more. That nigga, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, uh oh. And he's going to the staff, <laughs> oh, like, yo. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just got wind that this guy's here. He didn't know I was there. He didn't, he don't know me, but somebody told him. And he went in there like, hey, listen, this is 
I, I don't know him either. Maybe when it happened, but I know he's here. I mean, and they looked it up. <laughs> boom, boom. Then one day, it was just time to go out to eat. Imagine, like, work traveling. Yo, so uh, crazy. My whole thing with um the love that you have for your parents and for your and for your for your for your children is like an it's an unconditional love in that. It's love that comes from actually your own love for yourself because there's a, a a slice of DNA in both that you could see yourself in both sides of that, right? So you could see you in your mother yourself, in your father yourself. When it comes to their personalities, their 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 the way they look, you know what I mean? All of those things give you that physical bond, right? And then over time, the things that they do for you, the way that you interact, all of those things, it comes into building who you are as a person as far as your parents, right? So that, for me personally, my dad just called me a little while, a few minutes ago, I didn't even see the call. My dad is, was my guy, you know what I mean? Like I used to cry for my dad because my, I was primarily raised by my mother. And I just felt this peace. You always will feel this peace missing where you feel like you will be able to be understood if you have more interaction with that other person. If you didn't, if you didn't be raised with both of your parents, you have that feeling where, oh man, you just not getting me. And it's probably because I need to talk to my dad. And I always had that. Like I used to always like cry because you know what I mean? Maybe. I would be more understood and I would be liked more. This is how I felt as a kid. Like I would be liked and preferred maybe if I had my dad, you know, and if I could talk to my dad, you know what I mean? So I did end up having that more connection with my dad as I became a teenager and I went over to the States. I was able to interact with him and get that other side, you know, which I did, I do feel fulfilled me in a certain type of way because I kind of had more of an understanding of who I am and why I am the way I am, you know, and, um, you know, and certain parts of my, my, my personality. And then my dad put me on as I became more of an adult. He put me on to a lot of how males operate. And, you know, I, I was able to get that. I was able to get that input, which I'm so glad, like, I'm really happy that I was able to learn from him in that way you know <clears throat> some of what he taught me was too was a little late but you know what I mean I still was able to get the information which I'm, I'm really happy about so you know going forward that I will be able to learn be able to apply what is that I've learned you know in my own personal situations and also from what he taught me and just matching it all up well, mom was mom was a huge influence on me when it comes to like um, being an entrepreneur. You know, she opened up my she opened up my horizons as to what is possible and what's available to me besides school and besides um, you know going and working for somebody in a corporation. There's also that other third option of building something of your own and like getting involved with technology because technology actually happens to be the core of what pushes society. And if you understand technology, you could be on the cutting edge of where the money is made. 
and also the influence, how the influence is being made in, in, in the world. So that I always keep my eye on what's happening as far as technology, because I know as technology progresses, that's when society progresses and everything is actually always wrapped up into whatever new technology we have. I'm sorry. That's okay. So that's those are the influences, and that's why I really love my parents because they they kind of give me a roadmap of who I am and what what um what possibilities there are. Yeah, give me pieces that's of the puzzle. And believe it or not, your kid, your kid gives more pieces to your own puzzle believe it or not, like it, it, it shows you yourself as a kid. It shows yourself at your corest, purest form. Like what, like some of, some of why you are the way you are. What is it that you want? You know what I mean? All of those pure essential like needs and wants and actually be able to provide for, it's almost like you're providing for your own self as you take care of your kid is like you're taking care of yourself and it and it's, it kind of heals you in a certain type of way where you could protect a kid protect your child the way you feel maybe you wasn't protected you could actually listen to them how you feel you wasn't listened to and you could give them tools that you feel like you weren't given so it's like all of those problems that you feel like you weren't you weren't you weren't seen and observed and and people weren't paying attention you could actually heal those those traumas for yourself by doing that for your kid and making sure your kid never has to really go through that so i feel like the love that i have for my child it comes from it comes from me wanting to be what i did not have and, ha and making sure that they are fortified and they have what they need you know in order to be the best version of themselves and not to be insecure and not to feel insecure like they don't like they like they're not good enough yeah because people they live through their kids they do what you said the wrong way and they'll the kids and then it messes things up as opposed to okay i'm trying to carve this person right but at the same time make sure i'm sane enough to do it and balancing yeah. up it Okay, Cleo, so why don't you um, go ahead and take over um, your, uh, about your, yeah, about love, the love for your, for your parents and for your, for your kids and how that has impacted your life and describe exactly how that love manifests. Very simple. I live in a reality where everything is mine. You can make things how you want it, but it still comes back to decision. Behind decision is self-relation, self-love, and a, a healthy sense of um, self, what's the word? Self-realization or when you're self-awareness. Okay, self-awareness. Okay? Mm -hmm. And facing things. Like, just going back to what I was saying, um, the world's a little messy. So mm -hmm. having kids, you got, if you're one of those people like me, you love kissing them, hugging them the way they smell, they're just babies see you all the time but you realize they will grow up and the world out here is wild so i love you and sometimes it feels annoying but it all it all depends on how i raise you honestly because if i raise you the type of child to not be on tv and be responsible and my homeboy said do it before five 
um, make themselves sufficient in a way where they can help themselves. That's part of love. Um, making sure they say right. making wise decisions yourself right. and keep okay. questioning your sanity mm -hmm. and, and, and stay mentally healthy, physically healthy, because you got to stay around and make sure they're good. I mean, sometimes some people don't wash the dishes like you. Yeah. You understand? So make Greasy sure. Plates, yeah. Cups, cups. It's not they play. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And that's part of love. But as far as my parents, I think what happened was, you know, People were just, my mom just wanted love. And in the 80s, some men were just like doing their thing. And it was a lot of abuse. Because in the 70s, as a child, when I pictured, you know, the 70s, the idea, the aesthetic, I think of niggas and white beaters, which is why they probably call the white beaters. They seem more aggressive to me. So to me, I guess I thought it was like, okay, I'm seeing this. And then it's in movies. And then at some point, people were joking about it. I'm like, this is weird. You know, so it was that sort of time. People were self-healing. Nobody was really watching the babies. So it really affects you. And I learned a lot of things from another family member because I was too small or I wasn't there yet. So my mom loves me, but she probably just went through some stuff. So yeah. as a daughter, do I help her out of that? That's love. Yeah. But the question, is it going to hurt me? I love my mom. Mm. But like he said, just now, if I stepped all the way out on the ice, they're going to have two souls. You know what I mean? So yeah. I have to think fast. You know? Yeah. There's a certain level of um, self-preservation that you have to consider in certain situations. It all goes back to common sense. How am I treating people? How do people see me? I'm not talking about obsession of how people think of you or what do they think. More like how there's people that rely on me. That's if you care. Because some people don't care. They really don't. And I learned that too. And I grew up around kids. I, you know, I had to learn. But it was fun. And I love them. And it's sweet. So I'll be looking at them. And I'll just, you know, like all kids, they just love the, the best. If I could do that, mm -hmm. that's if I care. And the best thing always materials and stuff. Mm -hmm. Making sure they're self-sufficient. They know where they get but presented to them in certain stages in a smart way. Show yeah. them how to take care of themselves. And give them hugs and kisses. Yeah. And love it. And they're not going to be kissed back because some of y'all are like, ugh, don't hug me. But once he turns 14, he's going to get bigger from there. And it's going to be like 50 years of him being a grown man. They need, to, they need to get filled up with that love because I think a lot of, a lot of grown-ups walking around with deficits because of the lack of that um. That. That's a car out the driveway with not enough gas. Yeah. Like, you want a car with the gas. It's like, well, you ain't really giving no fuel to get to the next station. Yeah. So and saying, then they, oh, they, they, oh, it becomes like so unfamiliar where they're just uncomfortable with it, but at the same time, they crave it. So then they just become like overly sexualized because there's no, there's no like middle ground. There's no middle ground. Like the middle ground was uncomfortable and, um, Unfamiliar. Dependent. Dependent. Will kind of be like a representation of what I'm trying to say. It's like it's like, like a dependent. Well, he's still on that. 
But no, we don't have a problem with none of that. We're just asking. No, every time I say that, you get you get kind of like irritated. But the thing is, is that there are some people that are that are dependent on it in order to uh, operate. There's no there's no middle ground. There's no um, innocent love involved in their um, interactions with their mate. There's no hand holding. There's no kissing on the top of the hand. There's no kissing on the forehead. It's all about suck my dick and kiss my kiss my fucking you know whatever you know what I mean there's no there's no tenderness there's no innocence at all so that's where I say sexualized because you have no middle ground I feel like it is like that for some people a lot of people I just feel like I feel the stigma is kind of complicated like even how difficult it was for us to initially even like topic, and it's, it's even still like just brushing the surface of like expressing what makes you go there, what makes you not go there, what like how to get you to that point. Like you said, tender kisses on the head or forehead. And hold on, you gotta make sure your partner wants to. That's sometimes that's you get forceful. It's too much, but we, yeah. Everything you, have you know. Other than that, it's like rape. Like by law, by you know, common law, whatever, you know, whatever. And how they act sexually, including the number of partners, not to judge what people are doing, mm -hmm. but it's how you handle it's how you handle the dog. That's why P they give you the egg. Let me see how you treat it. It's the same way. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like if a person has a large number of partners, you can't respect them? Not like treat them decent. I mean like is what what stigma goes on them? What what uh for males or females? I don't think I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean that's just if you know this risk. Yeah. If you go rob a bank, you can give us your soft story, but at the end of the day, if we know on the other door you have options. To change yourself going that way. We all know that. We know you know that. That's just why people play insanity. But if you act like you didn't know you had options, it's gonna hold you more accountable. I mean, but that goes more ways than just diseases. That could be for, for uh, children, that could be for uh attachment. That it, it, there's yeah, a lot of different ties. ways that can yeah, so that yeah, the attachment soul ties, the uh even women are soul ties in, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like uh, children, uh, uh, virginity, there's like a stigma with virginity being so tired. Like the, these uh, 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 categories are, are like for real, for real. You know there I mean? are native customs that we don't practice no more. Now we just curious Americans and people in this day and age trying to figure it out. But we used to have customs to curb all of this. There was no weirdness about it. It was like, oh, this is what we do. And it made sense. There was no uh, outside judgment of people that have different cultures because it's like you would just be isolated with the people that have similar the same culture as you. You wouldn't be uh, um, like bombarded with other different types. You know what I mean? Where you're questioning so much as to what you do. But the, you know what's the crazy thing is about men, men in general. So how y'all they get the lowdown on? Are you getting downloads from each other? Like, how do you know, like, where does... <laughs>
How do you know if you could if you could beat that nigga up? Like, how the hell do you know like what the hierarchy is? Like, you know this person. It don't take no time. Like, you know exactly who this nigga is. What is that? Everything happens everything happens ritually. It's, 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 it's repetitive. You know what I mean? If this dude's a, 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 a rapo, he's gonna get it. Everybody knows he's gonna get his place. But everybody else in the spot knows that when it's time to happen, everybody's gonna know. Like in real life, not just not just in prison. I'm talking about just in real life. For some reason, men always know each other and they know everything about each other. Like into like when they when a man. But that's what I was saying. When they're born, it's um, that was a good one. It's just it's sometimes easy to see from the outside. It's just a certain way, like it's a natural cold. Like even when you get in middle school and you know people start developing, that's when you see like certain behaviors. But remember, they will continue into adulthood unless they are curved and whittled by behaviors, morals, and um self-love and self-realization and changing you know what i mean with traumas but you have to take responsibility you know what i mean yeah so but like uh, what i'm saying is, is that they literally have i don't know what happens in their society as men but they like like say they meet you on the road right somehow they will know all about you like they will ask questions they will like ask about you or even if they like I don't know what that's about, but I've noticed that. Maybe it's just Caribbeans. I don't know. But what do you think? Is it like, is that something oh. I do? Like, what is that? I don't know. I can't relate to that. I mean, like, I, I feel like if I want to get, if I want to know you, I got to like get to know you. I, I can't ask people because a lot of people's experience, experiences with one particular person are different. You know what I mean, you may treat you know, Chris different from me, and I'm and, and Chris may treat you different from Chloe. So, it, it, you can never like just be like, oh well, uh, this is how it happened, and this is how it. You know, it, 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 there's no orthodox mm -hmm. way for that to happen. Okay, All right. maybe it's not as widespread as I thought. <laughs> yeah, it could be a cultural. Right, oh. Say again. I said it could be a cultural thing too. Yeah, it could be a Caribbean thing. I'm starting to think maybe it's just a Caribbean thing, not a Indian thing. But I do know that you guys do the sizing up thing. Like I know that that's a that's a oh that's an overall men thing. It's like when a person you never met before, you want to know whether he you could beat his ass or if he's gonna beat your ass if anything pops off. Like the, who's the stronger one? Who's the taller one? Who's the me as a man. That won't ever cross my mind unless uh, it's another nigga in the room carrying that kind of energy. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when I come in, I'm like normally, typically the life of the party. I'm social, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the vibe with the vibe. You know what I mean? However, yeah. like because like I go off of body language and energy, the minute something is not right, I'm the addresser. I'm not like... So, hey, let's let's wait and sit back and wait for this guy to pull his bomb out. Like, nah, <laughs> hell no. You know what I mean? If I feel like this might be a kind of bomb situation, I'm gonna figure out a way to to infiltrate the plot. You know what I mean? I may not get violent and get physical instantly, but I'm definitely gonna use the highest level of intelligence I got to try to articulate my way through the situation first. You know what I mean? And and mm -hmm. based on 
reaction that'll determine what the, the uh, degree of aggression I'm gonna use. You know what I mean? And you can't ever go into a situation wondering what might happen. Fuck all that. I know what I'm capable of doing. I mean, if that shit ain't enough, then exactly. then I'm just shit out of luck at that point. But me sitting there looking at it and saying, hey, uh, damn, well, he got big hands. And if he hit me first, then I might go to sleep. And, you know, maybe his right arm looks bigger than his left arm. And like, what? Get the fuck out of here. My man, you out of line. Watch your mouth. And that's the... Not even just about fighting. It's also about just be who's the alpha. And, like, this is a certain thing. I've noticed it. I don't know. Maybe you're not knowing what I'm talking about. But, like, it's certain, like, alpha, beta, like, type of hierarchy type of shit going on you know what i mean to say who's who's running the room right now and who's who's going on. like before i'll tell you something all right so let's say you have two alpha males right because a lot of times when people say alpha male they give this inclination that they only can be one you understand what i'm saying so mm -hmm. now let's say you have two yeah. alpha males Okay, when you have two alpha males, the next the next level of identification is intelligence. Now let's say that these two alpha males also match on levels of intelligence. Then automatically they will be smart enough to comp to compartmentalize the situation and draw the line in the sand. Y'all have to be... And circle that space. You know what I mean? And now yeah. let's just say one hyena come through. It's going to be like, hey, we might race to it. Oh, I might have seen it first. And just at the sign of alpha male bullshit, I toss you a bone. And then the next time while I'm sleeping, you might be hunting or you might catch something. I might wake up to a bone. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden now we brothers in the struggle. Now we hunting together. But um, I ask about organization because people are still going to do weird stuff. But within organization, mm -hmm. you are pinpointing things that will prevent people that are sore and jealous. Mm -hmm. But you have to be in a way where you start to see it and people have their roles. And then there's people that want um, your spot. And uh, this is what I sing about men. Men think alike. That's why even her can relate to a job more so then, you know, the other way around. Okay. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all do. Sizing up mm -hmm. That's good, too, because you protect people, and not only that, people are funny, and people will try you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I just think
their energy like deliberately doing that and they they think that they're projecting alpha yeah they think they're projecting alpha but the true alphas are really trying to maintain equilibrium in the space so like that type of mm -hmm. alpha would see a fight about to break out and he would calm that whole situation down and be like okay yeah that's not how we operate and that's not we, what we're here for type of thing and, and control the whole room and control that whole situation mm -hmm. and to make sure that everybody's safe and it, it's like somebody that everyone can rely upon that is like the alpha in my opinion that's who i think is the true alpha there's people that perpetrate as alpha but they they usually they usually people that you can know, attract a lot attract the negative energy so yeah. I want to be kind of like clear you said it or not. Um, so you 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 feel like yeah, you feel like the alpha is somebody who can be responsible for everybody. He, he not they naturally they they naturally end up in the leadership leadership position just based on their to disposition and their level of level headedness. They they not. Okay, um, community and community. There's there there are roles. So, uh, as an alpha male, what other roles are there? What do you have to mean? Upward? Alpha, beta, theta, delta. I mean, because if the the, the alpha male can't be like the strongest, the most dominant, but then be responsible for everything. No, no, but that, that, that is dominant. That is dominant. If the, if the man, if the man is a type of person, right, that he is, he's the level of responsibility where he is, he's, he, the reason why he can calm everybody down and chill everybody out, because it's like, I'll literally knock you out to, ch to chill the situation out. So you need to relax. But what if it, what if his, this dominance is not from a physical perspective. Yeah, his dominance his dominance may be intelligence, but also the fact it, it, I'm not saying that he will literally not necessarily knock them out. I'm saying that the, that the situation will be it might not be me who does it. It might be my 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 soldier that handles the situation, but you know what I mean? You don't want me to talk go on you you know what i'm saying you don't want me to call go on you like just chill out because when you are the strongest it's like if you put in the strongest act every single time how uh like how how sure are we that the pack even survive how how sure are we that this line because it, it, the thing is that, that person has earned their position that's the reason why you know what i mean every out when they say chill out because they already earned that they already earned that that um that position being as alpha why why their voice has authority and why people listen when they talk it comes from inside so that, you know that the alpha goes to the counting like everybody's counting on them because you're alpha too and so i'll give the situation if i could because I was in a situation where I could have got my ass beat, but I always had a confidence about me in the way I carried myself. We're not going to fight. Now, I didn't think it was an animal thing. It was just more of a logical thing because when the situation heated, 
deep in my mind, I'm like, this ain't gonna serve nobody. I said, listen, we're neighbors, let's talk. You look upset. I'm a mom too. Let's talk. Right. I was ready to, you know, do whatever, but does that make sense? It's reasonable. No, but I felt impelled. Like, and I, you know, I'm a woman and I, and I can't save the world and I don't have big, strong muscles, but sometimes you gotta sometimes be smart too. And logic, no, but you gotta be smart. You can't help everyone. But it was a situation where I just took charge and then after that, it was just like, they just started crying and then they had stress. Because I understand y'all got all these kids, you by yourself. Mm-hmm. Y'all look like you don't, you know. Miserable, you know what I mean? Without, without like, uh, co- not consciously. I mean, yeah. it's almost like a, like a, a, a miserable slipping into a depression kind of miserability. You know what I mean? Like, and it's dangerous. That shit's so dangerous. It ended up in hugs and stuff, and I already know what. And it wasn't a manipulative. Oh well, no! It's actually because because you actually what's the word called? Um, you de-escalated the situation. Right. Because you got to think, because I'll be thinking, and this is why um, we should question war, because it's like there's nothing being solved. Like, there really isn't. Like, we have to see what the problem is. That's why I say we're alpha men. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say that because at a certain point, is there a certain man that can do certain things and say certain things? Does he have the balls? Is he strong within? Because the alpha man don't have to be told you sit down with a dwarf. But how does he carry himself and how does he see others? Does he have a healthy empathy and apathy? You know what I mean? But apathy comes with intelligence. Like, I don't want to get too involved. Mm-hmm. But if they look at fathers and for alpha men that don't feel obligated, just don't make fun um, males that are trying it. Like, if you don't want to help, just stay away. Right. Because you're just being in the way. And you gotta know yourself. And when you see when you see someone else, there's no jealousy. It's like, wow, I'm gonna try that too. I'm not gonna copy you, but it, it helps me see that there's more, that there's better. You know, yeah, and it's you a, have to wait. have it in you to grow and to build right. and learn from others. If you can't learn from others, there's no way you could be alpha because you're never gonna like assimilate like new skills and new new skill set. If you're too arrogant, learn so from easy. others. Yeah, that's, that's what we, uh, yeah, I, think like that. I think that's it, you guys. Yes, another episode of Dope Dealer Radio, Dope Dealer TV in the can. Finished on Zoom. Yeah. So we've got, spe- we've got our special guest. Chris has hit the hay. Yeah, because he, he's been up yeah. early, so but we appreciate him being here. Definitely. And he says he's one of those people he just wants to he wants to be. But I'll, I'll, yeah, but I'll, I'll I'll dabble a little bit, just leave me alone. Right. You know what I mean? Respectfully. I'll do my fair share. We appreciate it. <laughs> you know. All right, yeah. I've, I've been Lena created. Clean about Dashian. All right, and this has been Dope to the Radio slash TV. Peace. And uh, we're coming back. Don't worry, calm down. All right, bye. You're <laughs> <laughs> missing us. Dope to the rope bigger than you look at you.